Halloween Ends is a 2022 American slasher film that is the sequel to Halloween Kills, the 13th installment in the Halloween franchise, and the final film in the trilogy of sequels that started in the 2018 film, which directly follows the 1978 film. The film revolves around Corey Cunningham, a young man who falls in love with Laurie Strode's granddaughter, while a series of events, including crossing paths with Michael Myers, upended his life. All right, man. Look, we just watched Halloween ends. Unfortunately, and and it it we're we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna review it. We're gonna we're gonna give our thoughts. We're gonna give some scores. We're gonna give some good, bad, ugly. We're gonna we're gonna try to get through this. We're gonna get through this together, right, Philip? Of course. <laughs> Did you say good, bad, and ugly? I don't remember. Good. Just stop. Um. Y'all probably just heard Teresa and I just told her to stop. So she's here. <laughs> Teresa's here. Say hey. Hello. Sarah Beth is here. Hey. You want to get in on that a little bit more? Like here. You want to get up on Hi. That? There you go. Philip. Of course, I'm here. I'm always here. You know what's weird? Like, hold on. Let me make sure I'm, I'm always here. Like, talking to that again? I'm always here, Dante. What, what the fuck? You can't get rid of me. Anyhow. So, yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk about Halloween here. Uh, Halloween ends. Uh, we got the original Halloween on in the background, so that's good. That yeah. that's that's the really good part. So uh, uh <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's uh go ahead and uh, give some scores here, Phil. Let's All right, give it. I give out it of 10. a Halloween ends. I give a three point five out of ten. It's one of my worst scores ever, probably. Jesus mm. Christ, it's not a competition. It's, Relax. It's, it's that high, <laughs> Sarah. I mean, I guess it, not to be completely mean, a two, because some of the death scenes were funny. Yeah, that's why I give it 3.5. I mean, if I wanted to be mean, I would definitely say half a, half a star. So. You guys are some dicks, Teresa. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a dick, and I was definitely giving it a two. Like, the opening scene was the only redeeming quality. There were maybe two other death scenes that were good, but... I just needed a score. Okay. What's your score? Two. What's yours? I'm going to give it a five. What? Wow, that is generous. Don't don't what? <laughs> First of y'all like, oh, this is the worst movie ever. I've seen far worse movies. This I, movie was fucking bad. It's bad in the context of it being a Halloween movie. That's, right. That's yes. why we're like, oh, yes. wait a minute, yes. it's horrible. It's not a terrible movie in itself. If it were just like fucking fucked up holiday romance fucking horror movie, it, it's stupid name, but you know it's decent enough it's just well that's what we're basing off our scores off of is, is the, the franchise the Halloween movies compared to those this is a two for me I don't know like I appreciate that you feel that way but even as a regular movie outside of Halloween it's a two like the whole gosh the you like some we'll, really we'll get into movies, it so don't even <laughs> I'm sure I do but like <laughs> as we get into it worse movies. the more that we talk about the more two it is I've seen some of the movies you like. That's also why I gave it a 3.5, though, because I, I think as a standalone, if it was not labeled a Halloween movie, it had nothing to do with Michael Myers, it'd be okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, a 5 is okay for me. Okay. Like, a 5 is some shit I'm going to watch again. I'm never going to watch it. Well, that's the thing. But, like, but it's a movie where I'm like, okay, it's a 5 because 
if you ask me what are some redeeming things about it, it had some some decent stuff, and we'll get into that later on with the good, the bad, the ugly. But it's not one of those movies where I would say, Phil, you got to see this new Halloween. <laughs> I would never recommend this movie to anyone. And that that's fucking terrible because I recommend anything to anyone except for this. And that's the thing. Like, I'll watch it again because it's a Halloween. If it were not a Halloween, I would never watch this again. Like, I so Halloween Kills... I watched last year mm-hmm. and then I didn't watch again until earlier this week. In which case, I was like, fuck, like, why did I do that? Um, <laughs> and, I mean, and even with that, that wasn't as bad as this one. Yeah. It, it still had the spirit of the Halloween right. franchise in it, but it was still bad as, you know, overall. And like, again, when, when you're looking at these films, though, we also think too. There's all this legacy to it. Like when Rob Zombie did his second Halloween film, one of the things he said was like, there was no John Carpenter like uh, aura hovering over it. He can make whatever movie he wanted. And he did. I didn't I didn't personally care for it. I get where people enjoy it. It wasn't for me. But th- that was even better than this. Like that one at least had some story to it and, and meaning. This one is just like, there's a lot of, it's just like a fucking goofy movie. Um, yeah, it was unrelatable. I, I don't yeah. feel that people react the way they had them reacting in this movie, which is very familiar with the second Rob Zombie movie. I don't feel that people react the way they had them reacting in that movie as well, the way it was written. I also think like the acting was not. Oh, it was maybe. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm not, I'm not. It was. Just... It was hokey. It felt very yeah. Yeah. forced and fake. And it felt like you guys have never acted before in your entire life. And you're like, hey, I'm on play doing my first play. And it's like, just, you know. Well, it, it, exactly. Yeah. It felt like it was just like a goof troop. Yes. It was like they weren't even trying. I'm sorry. Well, and, about- and this isn't Super Troopers. So, unfortunately. <laughs> like, I think a lot of that had to do with the dialogue was really bad. Yeah. I think it was. Obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis has acted in, in a ton right. of films. She knows how to act. Right. And her dialogue yeah. was really bad. Well, yeah. This is true. Yeah, I, I felt that it was more the writing than and, the acting. Yeah, to be to be fair, about a month ago, she let slip online that people are going to hate this. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah, so, oh. I've been avoiding talk, spoilers. Yeah, I talked about it with the guys at work because there's a, I have a couple guys at work with who are huge fans of Halloween. Yeah, and they they let slip that. So they the one guy knew most of what was going to happen going in, but he he likes to spoil movies for himself. But I just said, don't tell me anything. Yeah, else. yeah. So they saw last night in the theater, and they're like. Oh, they, they warned me today before I saw it. It was going to be pretty bad. <laughs> One of the guys that I work with, he he asked me yesterday. He goes, well, um, before the movie comes, I was like, "Hey, is Halloween going to be available at midnight?" Or I was like, "I, I don't know, dude." Yeah. So I was like, "If it is, I'm going to watch it." I was like, "Okay, cool. Just don't don't spoil it for me." So he texted me today at work. I need to talk about the end of Halloween because I don't understand. And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, dude, like, I was like, I I'm not." I'm watching it tonight. He was like, text me after you're done. I texted him about an hour in. I was like, okay. So I'm watching it right now, and I'm going to let you know right now, no good words. <laughs> and he goes, right? I tried to tell you it was bad. I was like, you were trying to tell me shit. No, they did tell me it worked at my job. No, it's bad. It's really bad. Like, but they said the same thing that you first said. It's like, if this was a standalone film that had nothing to do, then um, it's probably fine as a 
great B horror movie. It's, yeah, but it's, but, I don't but as it's part of the Halloween franchise, it doesn't make sense, especially in the context of the first two they set up in this trilogy. Yeah, yeah, it yes, it they felt like almost everything from the first two films, and then do this their own thing with this, which I guess was creative, but it doesn't make sense in the story you set up. Right, it's like they switched writers yeah. or something. I just feel like... Danny McBride left or something. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> but the thing is, I don't even think it was... And I appreciate that you guys think it's a good standalone, but it just felt like every other movie I've seen, every single scene, I'm like, oh, that's this movie. Oh, that's this movie. Oh, well, that's from, that's from this movie. Like, it just seemed like nothing was original. There was maybe one thing in the entire two hours that was like, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. Everything else I totally saw coming, and I've seen in other movies already. The kid at the beginning. Yes, yes, the beginning. It was so good, and I had such high expectations. So I was going to say for Teresa, like her saying she's seeing all these other pieces from other movies, it's got Danny McBride written all over it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think one thing that, I, I, I was because he he uh, was part of the writing team for the first one too. Correct. Um, and that, and that one was Good. like everyone universally enjoyed that film. I, I think for whatever reason, I feel like they tried to play the screen game, the meta game. Yeah. Like let's put little hints yeah. of other, not just Halloween, but other yeah. horror franchises mm-hmm. into this this piece of work, and it's like or just make a movie. That's got a straightforward plot. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, you're right. It should be a straightforward plot. But did anybody else feel like like she's finding all these things? It felt like one of those little pictures you see, and you're like, spot all the horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. How many can you find? Right. As Who opposed to all. Yeah. As opposed I'm to Easter eggs. Put Jaws in there somewhere. Just shits <laughs> and giggles. Hey, that's the next one. Maybe like the pumpkin in the beginning. It kept getting a bigger mouth. Maybe I was actually Jaws. wondered with the pumpkin. It's like, did they show different pumpkins in each movie? And that was it showing from all the different. Okay, so I was right. Maybe. Uh, maybe I wasn't. I, I didn't. Because they each on. had different faces, so it made me wonder if there was something about a pumpkin at some point in each movie that was like significant to a character. You know, carrying around or something like that. I don't that. think it was that deep. I'm just saying. You uh, never I mean, know with these people that go so deep into things. All I right? think the mouth just got bigger and bigger and more teeth, more fangs. Mm. So, uh, Phil, give me some good from this. Any good? Uh, the death scene. The, the opening kid death scene is probably the greatest moment in the film. And it's within, what, the first 10 minutes? Not mm. even? About Before the opening credits. And then there's a couple other kills that are good. Which made me feel like the second film, Halloween Kills, is like the overall movie wasn't good, but there were death scenes in it that were great, very well done. I kind of wish they would have shown more of the blowtorch death because they, yes. they, they rack focused yes. that on purpose because they knew it was going to be extreme. Yeah. I was like, well, that would have been great to see, but special effects wise, it also would have been very difficult. Yeah, like we're here for an R rating. Come on. <laughs> Sarah. Um, is it sad that my, my favorite part is Lois Stroud's home? <laughs> I want to bake cookies she, she, in that she kitchen. She Martha Stewart. So I mean, it was a good home. If, if that's your good, that's your good. That's, that's what I'm asking for good, bad, ugly. Right now, there I'm asking you go. For good. What's your good? You like the home? It, it was a pleasant looking house. Yeah, I, I you know, I yeah. fucks with it. I bake some pies in there. Like, I mean, <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest, it's you a little, it's, like it's a little bit more. Was it? Was it the gay couple house? Yeah, I'm thinking it probably was from the second. It, it's probably it. It seems like it might be the house. I, I, the same I, house and she just redid it, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no real clarification. Yeah, it doesn't, but it doesn't mention it. It's just the outer facade looked like it, and then the interior room structure as they're walking around kind of reminded me. We can say it was. That. We'll say it was. I think okay. it was. I believe you, Phil. Hey, officially, now it is. I believe you, Phil. <laughs> All right. Um, and 
Teresa, good. You good at all? Yes. Um, no, there <laughs> there was like a good thing. Uh, no, the opening, like the beginning of the movie was so promising. I really enjoyed not the acting and not the original two characters of the mom and the dad. But, uh, you know, it started off where we can do spoilers, right? Like we're yeah, good at this point. Yeah, yeah, okay. This is coming out next next week okay yeah, y'all heard that this yeah. is coming out this week next week when you <laughs> you've already seen it hopefully um yeah no like the mom had some weird like 90s joker face like jack nicholson joker face and the dad looked too much like so, I, I don't know i i wasn't a fan necessarily of that okay, but like, it's just we're just expert to good the death scene of the little boy and like how it develops from him being the little boy to all of a sudden kind of being like a little mean kind of bullyish towards him and then all of a sudden him dying that was good and there was the blue torch scene i'll say it was good but it definitely could have been better margot getting run over could have been better but that was also a good death scene but not compared to number well, she two got, like curb stomped through the fence that was yeah that was, that was great and i can't believe i'm saying that on video or on recording <laughs> i mean it visually, it visually was a good shock yeah was the whole point um yeah my only real good from it would be probably that opening scene yeah just because i think a big part of it is we don't know what we're getting into we know we're about yeah. to watch halloween and the thing is everything about it felt weird and it, it already yeah. came in feeling like this isn't a Halloween movie, but at least that opening scene in itself felt good. You know, it's like it was a good setup for something, probably yeah. not Halloween, but it was a good setup for something, um, you know, other good. I I don't know if I have any other good and it's fucked up because I gave it the highest score, <laughs> but I think that in itself was probably the only real good. I would say if someone said, Hey, What's something you really enjoyed about this new Halloween? That opening scene in itself was good. And um, I mean, I want to say they tried to do a good job in establishing some relationships. But again, the writing just felt really funky. But you can see what they're going for. They just couldn't get there. Or in the words of my goddaughter, they were trying something different, but they failed. Yes. Um, and just thinking about the opening scene, now that I'm thinking more about it, it wasn't even just like the death scene, which was great. It was how they like teased us with the knife. Like, oh, that's the knife from, you know, to like clearly somebody like he's going to accidentally kill the boy with the knife. But it wasn't that. It was something completely different. So I really enjoyed the opening. They really had potential after that entire opening sequence. Well, there's like a lot of good setup there. Yes. Like, everything yes. that they're doing is like, OK, you're moving in the yeah. right direction. You're giving me something good here. And then they didn't. Yeah. And in the even, you know, you you almost got kind of to a point where you start seeing the parents pulling back up, and it's like, okay, where are they about to walk into? Yeah. Like, what are they walking into that that's going to set the tone for the movie? And you know, then you see him kick the door, and and you even see when they open the door, you hear him screaming the kid's name, and you hear him say, "I'm going to kill you." That was that was very really well edited when the parents yes. cuts from the parents driving, yeah, and you don't know exactly the time frame if it really is occurring at the same time, and what's going on with the babysitter getting locked in the attic at the same time. So, uh, and just another note on on that little kid. Fuck him. He did a job making me fucking hate him. Because I think about like times I've had to babysit kids, and they've all been cool, you know. But if I ever had to encounter a little fucking shit like that, it's like it might have ended the same. <laughs> like 
calling me an ugly boy babysitter. I will fuck you. I will fuck your day up, son. I, I will. I will beat you and your parents up, and then get my fucking babysitting money. Uh, I'll tell you what. That kid would have turned into that guy from the marching band if he had lived. Somehow he was maybe, the tough guy in the maybe. movie, but probably <laughs> that makes sense. Philip. So we're going bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. We don't have enough time. <laughs> well, no, we, we still have the ugly category. After this. I, I, I gotta categorize. Let me say it. So, bad is um, dialogue, which was uh, chalk up to bad writing. Yeah. Um, the weird gang of kids yes. that are harassing. It's like this mishmash of two tomboy girls. The the the, the leader of the band with his band jacket on, who's, yeah. the, who's the rich kid, tough guy, and yeah. then his sidekick dude. That had a hoodie, that was like a a, a hipster hoodie, yeah, or a, a wee jacket. It's like, <laughs> this is like the most motley looking crew of kids that would never associate with one another. All of a sudden, they're a gang. It's like yeah. wow. Well, they they were in the school band together, so they would associate with each other. Yeah, time, were, were times they all are changing. Band? Yeah. Did they say that? Yeah, they said okay. they're in the band. They said they said they were in the band. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's twenty twenty three. Phil, calm kids down. In this century are way <laughs> different from the last century. <laughs> century. Yeah. None of the rules apply. Were they in a high school band or were they in a high garage school. band? Because they looked like they were in a garage band. Yeah. No, no she I was think, wearing like... So he said marching band. Okay. Yeah, he said marching band. That's so that means... Wild so he said marching or school band, but... That is some wild-ass marching band because what were those school mm-hmm. colors? I couldn't tell so you. So I'm... Look. Blue as, and white and yellow. As yeah. someone that was in the band, kind of, like there was no one in the band that was like that. That's why I was not in the band. Because they're like, this dude hits people. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I didn't know band that's true i've seen it I, I didn't know band members were so jockish and aggressive yeah, yeah. no that's, yeah, that's <clears throat> apparently real now um, so yeah. and then the third bad thing was the music um so yeah uh i think you're right about, you were right about saying they sold the rights but for this franchise this trilogy they brought carpenter and his son back to rescore the music themselves and so carpenter had his hand in making this and it was definitely different and definitely bad so I don't know if I could chalk that up maybe to Carpenter's age because he's, what, almost 80 now? I was he, just he, about to say. He's old. Like, he showed up in Studio 666 earlier this year in the Foo Fighters movie. as oh. himself, basically. He I shows, didn't know that. He, he's, you had, he wasn't listed in the credits, but you had, if you knew what he looks like, he's there on camera as a studio guy just for a second helping the band set up. Well, that's I was cool. Because like, I did a double take. I was like, oh, okay, that's John Carpenter. Yeah. And obviously him. And he's like the crotchety old band studio guy yeah. that they're working with. Yeah, I was going to anyway, say, he's just as old as Michael Myers now. That was yeah. the problem, apparently. Yeah, so I think it's just his age and his, I don't know. But he has his son working on it with him. Yeah. So the music was definitely bad. It Nepotism was, gone wrong. It did, it, it did not feel like, uh, it did not feel like a Halloween movie because the, because the, for Halloween specifically, the music is so iconic and it sets yes. the mood for a lot. Even though it, it does change with every version, they always go back to the original theme, at least somewhat. And, you they barely touched on it at all. Yeah. yeah. So. It, it was definitely, it was lacking. Yeah. Like, at least the last two, we got it throughout the movie. And, you know, in the right spots. Right. This one, well, we so got that, it in the opening and yeah. at the so end. So that helped it feel not even like a Halloween movie. Yeah. Which I think was the, the overarching problem with this moment as a whole. Sarah, that... I mean, he kind of covered it. I mean, he's right. Like, I felt like the way the directors had people move around was just weird and off. The music was off. The acting was off. The writing was off. Like, it just it just didn't feel like I was 
actually watching a Halloween movie. I mean, there was essence of the Halloween movie. You got the main points of the Halloween movie, but it's not, it definitely was not what I was expecting after all this time. Yeah. For um, bad, yeah, I just, I did not feel like I was watching a Halloween movie, as we've all said, but it was just the throwbacks to, and not just horror, like literally every other movie and every other genre I've ever seen, but not in like a good, oh, that's cute and clever way in like, in my opinion, uh, granted, I'm not a director, I'm not a writer, like I could not do any of this stuff on my own, but it just felt like they didn't even try, in my opinion, it it felt like they were just grabbing things, you know what, oh crap, it's due tomorrow, <clears throat> hey, remember she's all that, let's throw that in there hey remember that was very much yes but but wait we'll make it different we'll make it 2022 2023 now it's the guy yeah it was it was it was too much it was it could have been more original i feel like they could have done more with it but again like i don't know what that would have looked like so i, I think it was original and that's the problem yeah they tried something different and failed as my <clears throat> daughter said um, yeah I, I think with the bad a, a big fill of that was the clunky dialogue um, I didn't even really pay attention to the lack of the music like and the music that they did use just didn't feel like it belonged at all. Right. They, it's almost like they made this movie. It's almost like they made a different movie, and they were told, "Hey, so you guys got the ha- uh, Halloween ends, right? What yeah. Halloween they, ends? They just did, did you make it? Else into ma- to making this? Yeah." And they're like, "No, I thought I thought we were done with that. <laughs> no, we needed one more film." They're like, so, "Right, fuck, what do we have then?" They're like, oh, oh, "Motorcycle Love. Give them that script. Give, <laughs> give them that script. Uh, and put Michael Myers in it too." It's like, okay. Right. But only kind of, like in two, maybe three scenes. <laughs> like at the end, but nowhere else. <laughs> I, I think also part of the bad was um, the way they use Michael Myers. Yeah, he doesn't come in until what? We were only, like 45 minutes in? Uh, you yeah, about him? 45 minutes okay. into it. We only see him, I'm going to say like 10 minutes for the entire two hour movie. It was not, not even that. that. Yeah, it was, yeah I, I'm being generous. <laughs> um, like, I, I'm, I'm going, if we're going uh, over under. I'm going under seven minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the use of Michael Myers just felt really just. That's why I think they they had a different movie in mind, and it was just like fucking. And this was like, like a re-edit. Paste this dude in. <laughs> like okay. They're like, wait, we still have to do it. COVID happened. I thought we we weren't doing it. it, it, it I don't well, know. The second one came out during COVID. So. Yeah, and it was a better movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think when when they made that one in 2018. It hit all the marks. It was yeah, it was great, and it was like okay, this mm-hmm. is good. And honestly, we could stop here. Uh, when they made the second yeah, one, it felt like a, a filler movie. Maybe they're just kind of trying to stretch out a you know a trilogy. And it was like okay, maybe that third one is going to be where all the magic is. Yeah, and there was like it yeah. just felt flat. It really feels like they were setting up one sequel. They saw the dollar signs from the first film and yeah. then stretched the sequel. Into two sequels, yes. Yeah. And, yes. Between and, the problems in the second one, and the problems in this and, one, and we've seen that with movies though, yeah. and, and it was very clear when yeah. they've done that. With this, I don't even know if it's even that clear because it right. felt that way off the second one, but yeah. by the time we get to this one, 
it felt like they just said so, we don't even have enough. This one feels like almost like a Friday Thirteenth Part like seven or eight. Yes, when you've gotten yes. so far away yes. from the source that it doesn't. It just feels jokey. It doesn't feel like it feels like Halloween Six. Yeah, where it's like has nothing to do. The second one, half of it was actually really good. I really, I really like the first of the new trilogy. The second of the new trilogy, half of it was good. Half of it was not at all good. This one, what on earth did this even have to do? It, it felt it felt like a completely different movie. It was so bad. This did have like earmarks of of number five, and I don't mean it in a way that you yeah. all may think. What I'm what I'm getting at with number five is when uh, Daniel Harris's character Jamie is like sitting there in the in the hospital bed, and Michael puts the mask on down there in the little cave, mm-hmm. and then she starts moving and mimicking his movements. Yes, and it's almost like his essence passed yes. on to her. That's what yeah. I get in this with the with dude. The yeah, and I'm sorry. I keep saying six, and I mean five. Yeah. Yeah, you should stop doing that. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, it, and also another another bad for me. And this is neither here nor there for many others besides me. Is of all the callbacks to everything in all of these films, we couldn't get Danielle Harris. Yeah. At any point, she could have played Lindsay. Danielle Harris, I mean, is just as much Halloween as Jamie Lee Curtis is. And, like, nothing. I guess she was at the red carpet with them because I saw on Instagram they're all taking pictures with uh, the girl from uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. I was like, oh, cool. Maybe Danielle Harris. They have a podcast together. That's actually pretty fucking cool. Is she, when you say Lindsay, is Lindsay the slutty nurse? Or is she the bar? No, she's the bartender. Uh, yeah, she's. The yeah, like Daniel Harris could have played like the slutty nurse that wanted the promotion. I, I it could have been a small I, thing I, like I, I that. I would have been okay with that. I would have like, don't do that to my girl. <laughs> I, I, in, in this, the bartender tarot card reader, I actually liked her character. I think her character. She's from I, the second. No, yeah. I, I like her character, yeah. but if it was Daniel Harris playing that, yeah, playing that's that, Lindsay, right? But but what I'm saying is, if that's the original actor from the you know original Halloween, yeah. that's fine. But. I, I think just she's too young to be that. Maybe I don't know. Well, she didn't look like Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, she's Jamie the Lee same Curtis actress from the second one. Yeah, when she did that, that kid was that's probably true. like eight. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Phil, don't don't be an ageist. That's, that's, that's really true. fucking dickish, dude. No, 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 no. Phil's really right because that woman looked like she was in her forties, and she should have been in her fifties because Jamie Lee Curtis is in her sixties yeah. and almost seventies. I need a producer. <laughs> I, I need somebody to pull this fucking info up. Hold on, because I, I, now I want to find okay, well, out. I can start going kid. into my ugly while you look it up. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me so, some ugly. So my ugly is for one, this doesn't feel like the same franchise as the first two films, and it because they leave, they set up certain things in, in even by the second that they don't really address in here. They leave, yeah. com- they completely leave characters behind, mm-hmm. and they don't come back to them. There, there was what was the the running in the first two movies? They did the. From the uh, flashbacks to the original night, they had the the guys getting his legs run over, and then he could get up and walk again, and that that was never addressed at all. I was like, wait a minute, how does that work? And it was uh, an obvious either mistake by the by the film crew or something that they should have addressed story wise, and they never did. I think that's just piss poor editing. Probably it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because this this doesn't feel like the. Uh, the same film franchise at all, you get the whole transference concept, which is really weird because it's like a whole new thing that was never introduced in the first thing. You never saw like Michael weaken from lack of kills in the first two movies. And then all of a sudden he, he has, he's getting like uh, 
the the seizure shakes. Yeah, when he's coming back to power. It's like, well, what is that? He's Hulk if, Hogan. Yeah, it, it, yeah. If that was a concept put in the first two films. Great, but that's yeah. a whole new concept you're just throwing in the third film now. Yeah, like he was literally in a mental institution for how long? Like he didn't weaken when he was there. What the yeah. heck? Yeah. yeah, he was killing right away. In I didn't even think about as that. As he, yeah, as soon as he got out, he was killing in 2018 right away. And if the premise of the first two films, which negate Laurie being his sister and she just being a happenstance victim in the original story, and he doesn't have any real tie to her, why does he automatically gravitate towards her when he gets out in this? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't know that he that does. No, I don't know that he does. There was nothing in the film that I saw that made him gravitate to, to her. He went to Haddonfield, and Haddonfield, like, yeah, to his house. Like, he was following the boy, though. Yeah, okay, and then so he follows the boy, the boy who, happens who happens to, yeah. Happens Which, so I don't, I don't think he's following her. I think yes. that's something that they, I don't want to say it was a good job that they did in, in this series of films, but it's something that they were kind of consistent with, yeah. where he... He's going home. Going after her, yeah. but he's going in that direction. Okay. And she happens to be there. Now, where it does kind of break from that is in kind of the closing scenes or the you know, the last fight uh-huh. scene, it's like, okay, well where she she fakes like she's gonna do suicide just to goad him and then yeah. all of a sudden he's there. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that yeah, yeah that kind of that breaks that breaks from everything that they had been setting up. And um Kyle Richards is the young lady who played Lindsay in the original, and she was also in this one. Oh, well, she looks I, I remember, freaking good for her I remember age. seeing the name Kyle Richards. So that is the bartender. Yes, oh, yeah, but it's a girl. Looks, she looks pretty good. Um, yeah, because she's, what, 50-something? She looks amazing. Yeah. Me, uh, <laughs> I've got a ton of ugly, but my main ugly focus is the setup in number two at the end <clears throat> that they had with the cop and Jamie Lee Curtis. Let's you know, talk about it like two seconds in the beginning and then at the very, 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 very end of the movie, but let's like not actually make it. They set it up as this, as if this movie would be about the cop and Jamie Lee Curtis going yeah. after Michael Myers, yeah, telling Michael Myers, accomplishing their goal. Like, let's actually put yeah, a pin that in that button. The thing has dropped. By yeah. Phone, and they're going it's in the a whole point. different direction. Yeah, the whole point of number two was to set up yeah, for that. Yeah. And then they were like, mm, I think we're going to fire those writers and get new ones. And, and I mean, they had the, the fake <laughs> inside the grocery store. Right. So, <laughs> it's like weird yeah, how. The, the god awful dialogue about going to Japan. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Okay, I do have an ugly. Sorry, it took me a second. I was going through the film and it took yeah. a while. Um, the end. Where they yeah. parade his body oh my gosh. Yes, in its did. own funeral procession of cars following uh-huh. them to the junkyard. Yeah. And everybody's just like, damn, I don't know. Like Everybody just felt like it was, it they felt pulled, unearned. They pulled a Spider-Man 2. It felt unsatisfying. Another like, movie, it right. It was just like, you know, I don't know. It, there's a whole lot of emotions pent up into that. And it was just very flat and kooky and just, it was not good. And, you know, we've talked about... <clears throat> on the 5,000 episodes of Halloween we've done, where we've done the first one of the new trilogy <clears throat> was about family. And the second one was about community. So this third one should have built on that, but it didn't. It, so I think what they were trying to do with that is they're mm-hmm. trying to bleed it to the town, which means that's why the, the guy underneath the bridge was so evil to the kid initially. Why the kid initially gets corrupted I think but it's, that's the it's trying one. to lead it towards a larger concept of Hadfield itself being the problem, but they didn't do it well. 
So I think that's almost what like we're trying to get across. almost like an it Pennywise yes. thing where it's the town, but they kind of played that town in the second one, but they played the town as like, quote unquote, the good guy with the mom mentality. Mm-hmm. You're saying in this one, they were trying to turn that and manipulate which, it into the bad the guy. The narrator in the beginning is like talking about the town kind of losing its mind after my Myers disappears. Okay. Like this, Still not good, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> so, yeah. But not so that I well. That's the concept they were going for, but they just okay. didn't, they didn't execute it. Yeah, well. no, that makes sense because like we were talking about like how are they, what are they going to do next? Global? Like what's yeah. the next stop? But reversing it would make sense. They just didn't do it well, but okay. I get what you're saying. So with that, mm-hmm. yeah, I caught that too in the beginning when the narrator was saying it and yeah, they just dropped it from Yeah, there. yeah, they just it, dropped it after, yeah. after they started doing the transference thing to the kid. And maybe yeah. it's like, oh, we're dropping this other plot line. Now. And then all of a sudden it's supernatural. Maybe Ugh. it wasn't so much about dropping it as much as it, yeah, they went to the transference thinking, okay, this is going to be a way that we're going to continue the story. Yeah. We're just going to hone in on this one character yeah. being evil versus uh-huh. making it the rest of the town. And I guess when they were doing the funeral pyre procession thing, they tried to bring it back to the town real quick, and they'd yeah. already lost the plot at that point. Yeah. It didn't matter anymore. Yeah. So it was like, oh, well, you can't switch gears all of a sudden at the very end to try yeah. to bring it back. Uh, yeah, for me, the ugly was really the shitty attempt at love stories. <laughs> Dude, so the guys at work did warm. They were they were doing some of the lines from the grocery store, and they didn't tell me what it was from. It was like, oh, we're going to go to Japan to see the... Uh, the uh, what was cherry it? Blossoms. Yeah, the cherry blossoms, and they're like, "Oh, it, it's so bad." <laughs> I was uh, like, "All right, I guess I'll just see what you guys are talking about." Wait, that's not how love works. So, <laughs> there, you know, it was it wasn't even just that. It was, you know, Allison and you know the guys. And actually, I don't even know his name. name. Oh, okay. I'm just, like I can't remember <laughs> right now. Hey, he he transformed from being the nerd guy into George Michael. Yeah, um, yeah, but when, when they made that attempt there, you know, they had Lori and, you know, the officer, um, you know, even even the, you know, the nasty doctor in, in the fucking. Nurse, oh, yeah. You know, it's like they're force feeding, um, you know, a love story and then sex into it all, too, and trying to make it seem like, oh, this fits, this belongs. And it's like none of this belongs in it. Like the closest I can recall any Halloween having like a love story element would be number four um, with Rachel and then the one boyfriend, but then she yeah. couldn't go out and then he ended up banging the other chick. Yeah. You know, that's the closest thing you get, you know, to like some kind of a relationship love thing in, in these movies. I mean, you had it in Curse of Michael Myers too, but it wasn't a front and center part of the story. Whereas this, it's like every angle you turn, there's some sort of love element that did not feel like it belonged. To be fair, most of this movie didn't belong. Yeah. But that especially yeah. didn't feel like it belonged. And I don't know, that that's a big part of what really took me out of it. Like, there was so much more to take me out of it, but it was like every time they tried to, like, force, like, you know, like Jamie Lee Curtis getting to the point of talking about, you know, you know, go out, oh, go, you know, go see him, you know, or, you know, now she's flirting with, you know, Will Patton's character and it's all this shit. And it's like, like, what the fuck am I watching now? Like <laughs> very bad dialogue romance. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and I mean that Sarah was saying, you know, Danny McBride was one of the writers on this and I like McBride. I like McBride and everything except for, uh, his highness. That, that shit was trash. <laughs> uh, I, tr- I tried watching worse. it, you know. Yeah. I remember trying to watch that thing. It can't be that. Fuck. <laughs> this might be worse than your highest. Oh, it is. It, it is. I mean, 
you know, we always joke about, you know, ranking the Halloween movies. And I, I know for me, Resurrection is like dead last. I hate that uh, movie so this much. This is probably dead last for me. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Resurrection was so much better. Than this. Yes. At least Resurrection <laughs> had like a linear story that made some sense. It, it, it was a story that it's like, it made sense for what it was. But right. like, it didn't make sense for the franchise. Whereas this didn't have... It made no sense to me, at least as a movie, right? And you know that and, you know, and I say that about um, you know Rob Zombie's Halloween, but it's not even that that didn't make sense. It it made sense for what it was right. and what he was trying to accomplish. Like now, if you take the two movies, it's like okay, they don't really feel like they interconnect besides characters. But at least like you watch that second movie, if you detach it, it's decent. It's you know it's solid. I've watched that one a few times. Whereas Resurrection, I only watched that to be angry. Um, <laughs> Halloween Kills. I've only watched that twice now, and both times was kind of tough. And this one, I I I, I want to watch this again to kind of really give it like a fair view because this is snap reaction. Like we just finished watching it, let's talk about it. I want to try to watch it again and be like, okay. I feel like honestly, and I don't know at this table who's seen Nightmare on Elm Street two. Yeah, yeah. Fred, Freddy's Revenge. Time, I know I have, but it's that's what this movie feels like. In, in connection to the films, it's like that movie was fucking suspect. It was it's not because of the gay overtones. That was actually pretty cool. But what what really was fucking bad about that movie was just the dialogue. Wes Craven left. Yeah, well, Wes Craven <laughs> was like, <laughs> well, he was like, look, this should only be this movie. I'm not writing anymore. Boom. They're like, well, fine, fuck you. We own, we own Freddy Krueger. So you can leave, bitch, and we're gonna make our own movie. And he was like, you shouldn't have done that. And that's what you got. And that's how this movie feels. It feels like they shouldn't have did it. They should have just let it go. And we would have been good. Now, I'm not excited for The Exorcist next year now. I was excited because it's the same crew. I was Is like, this? Yep. Yeah, so that's what... I was wondering about that because the guys at work mentioned that too. That The Exorcist they thought was going to be made by the same guys as these. And now, now they have little faith in that as well. So the only thing that I can say I'm confident in is like that first Halloween, 2018, uh-huh. was good. Now, maybe that first Exorcist, because that's going to be a trilogy as well. That first one, I think, will be decent. But then I feel like... And that'll be like this, where they ignore mm -hmm. everything except for the original. I I hope they don't. But I feel like, yeah, they're going to start fucking around. So, you're saying that it's going to be the exact same writers? Mm -hmm. Are you sure? Okay. So, how do you... At least the director. Oh, director. Okay. okay. I was going to say, I wonder if the reason is because there were maybe too many writers on this movie. Sometimes that is so a problem. There, it looks like there are four. David Gordon Green, Danny That's McBride, Paul Brad Logan, and Chris Berner. Berner? Berner. I'm going to go with Berner. So a lot of times that, so a lot of times when they say like, you know, writers, mm-hmm. it's like with, with like songwriting. Like if, if you say, hey, maybe you should put this word there instead of this. You're not yeah. credited as a songwriter. Yeah. Um, it could be that there are four people kind of moving a story along. And it's they all also, wanted to be heard. And yeah. It could be, like I said, like it could have been like, shit, give a motorcycle love. Put motorcycle love in there. <laughs> and then they said, now put Michael Myers in there. And that, and that was Danny McBride saying, put, put Michael Myers in there. I mean, you and can hear like, pieces that were they're Danny McBride. Definitely, you're like, that, he wrote that. And it was like, you have to put that in there. Well, like, and that's the thing. It was like, Danny McBride was like, hey, put Michael Myers in there. Like, he doesn't fit in this movie. Like Halloween, what Halloween ends? They said we need to write Halloween ends. Get Jamie Lee Curtis in it, put some guy in a mask, and you're good. We'll we'll, we'll call him the shape. I was about to say, um, excuse me, you're talking about the shape. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, overall, 
I want to. I was optimistic. You still stick with five? Yeah. I'm yeah. still stick with my five. <laughs> I'm still stick with my five because, again, Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yeah. Uh, that that's I'm going right. to keep my five there. Now, if I'm thinking about like in comparison with <clears throat> what the franchise is, like just comparing this to the rest of the movies, which I try not to do, I would say this is a solid, probably a three, like three and a half at best. But as a overall, as a movie, it's like look. It's got its elements. Those elements aren't for me, but it, you know, I'm not. I wouldn't say, "Hey, man, go see the Halloween movie." Like, if if you see me referring that movie to somebody, you know, I hate them. <laughs> like, I don't even like that person. If I go to my grandma and say, "Grandma, you see Halloween ends," that, I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to get to that will quick. Yeah, I'm trying to get that. Like, I, I want to say that Halloween Six is my least favorite, but Halloween Six made sense for what it was, for where it was, for being a Halloween movie, including Michael Myers and the death scenes. This didn't even include that. Like, it is literally worse than Halloween 6, which doesn't make sense for the franchise. Halloween 6 makes sense for the franchise. It fits (laughs) in because they were trying to, you know, go in a direction, but they still kept it part of the mythology of everything. Um, I mean, even when you go to H2O, you discount... Uh, four, five, and six, and H two O is supposed to piggyback off of Halloween two, and then Resurrection. It's like okay, they they may not have been great films, but they fit where they you know fit. It, it all makes sense in connection to the other things. Rob Zombies being their own two things, they work together for what they are somehow, some way, characters, and then you get twenty eighteen, it works perfect. Yeah, twenty twenty one, not so much. But, but it still flowed. Yeah, it, it but because it still had the essence yeah. because it was still piggybacking off the right. last one, and you you had all the echoes of it. You had all the earmarks and everything. It was it was there. It's like okay, we know where this is going, and then you get to Halloween ends, and it's like, you know, you have the opening scene. It's like what the fuck are we getting into? Okay, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a good opening scene. I don't know what the fuck it has to do with anything. And then you four years later so that was 2019 four years later so now we're in 2023 it's weird that the marvel cinematic universe does that too the movies <laughs> take place in 2023 maybe 2020 do you know what it is stuff's gone 2023, down it's a wrap son it's a wrap <laughs> my it's, calendar was a couple years off sucks because the mcu is suspect halloween's universe is suspect years off. and they're all in 2023 i'm not liking this dude because i got shit to do next year <laughs> Like, oh, episodes be, to record I'm gonna be 45 you know I'm gonna like see my grandparents my daughter's gonna be 7 you know but I don't know I, I'm I just I have big emotions yeah I'm sorry I'm not gonna cry no, <laughs> no I have I have small emotions about the movie like I'm, I'm just like and the thing is like I don't wanna make it seem like I'm a negative Nancy but oh, we're all being pretty negative, I think. But the movie, if the movie's not good, you know, and I always try to find some positive, something good to say about yeah, something. Well, the death scenes were good. Like, I mean, and, and you know what's funny? What's like funny? one or two of them. The funny thing about that, I didn't even count those in my good because it's like they should be. Yeah. They're supposed right. to be. It is a horror yeah. movie. You know, it's like if I watch like a horror movie and the death scenes are like dog shit, then it's like, what? No. Okay. no. Wait, right, did we you. ever, um, I know. I know we talk about the timeline for one, two, 
and then forward who the father is. But like, who's the father of Karen? Was that addressed? No one cares. In this like, timeline, I, I can Like, no one cares. <laughs> like that. That has nothing to do with anything. So, because you always you bring that up, and it's like it doesn't matter. Like, like if for some reason they're like, you know, there's this heavy plot, and it's like we gotta know what the father is. She needs a blood transfusion. Like, find the dad. But there was no plot. But, <laughs> so why not? <laughs> so that has nothing to do with anything, and no one cares. Like, call Danny McBride; he'll tell you. <laughs> no one cared. Um, but and, and even with the granddaughter, like you know, when when you pick up in twenty 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 three or whatever, and her and and uh, Lori's relationship, even that felt fucking forced. Yeah, it just didn't feel like any of that belonged. It was just like the the granddaughter and grandmother relationship. That, that was even goofy too, because it's like, yeah. it, it almost it felt it felt like they were roommates. Yes, yeah. that didn't know how to actually live with each other because yeah. they're not used to each other and they're kind of different. But yeah, they're trying to be polite, make things work, and just so it just was what it was. Four years together, like Allison's bringing yeah. things home and like yeah. banging them and not putting a sock on the door to let Lori know that someone's there. Shit like that is fucking weird. Lori's like trying to set up crap with her granddaughter, and then all yeah, of a sudden, like, like yeah, and then all of a sudden weird. he warned her that yeah. he's got a good guy after yeah. all. Yeah, <laughs> but I love him. Yeah, it was. yeah. It's like I love him after he had a seizure on the dance floor. Oh, I hate this movie so much. After she, like, she slipped him a Mickey, and he was. I hope he it was, wasn't a Mickey. It was, it was ecstasy. Yeah, he, he was like seizing. He had a Molly, like, and, and she was like, "Yeah, let's go." So and then he walks off, and she's pissed. So that was another thing that kind of got to me was the the rampant drug use. <laughs> The parents for the little boy. Oh yes. When when he had the encounter Ugh. with with the mom in the and bar, the bar yeah. and even with that, like her reaction, I would imagine you know what, you know your kid was killed and <clears throat> you know he was there. It was at his hands accidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine she's not going to be thrilled. She's not going to be happy. And she yeah. sees him out at the bar having a good time. Now the whole thing though with that, even her reaction is like, how, how dare you go out and have a good time? We're supposed to sit at home and fucking you know. You know, be depressed, be more. Well, that's what he's been doing until yeah. she, the he girl was. brings him out. But, yeah. Well, then you could ask, well, why are you at the bar? Are right. you out having a good time? Because she's drinking her sorrows away. Well, then maybe he is too. Why can't no, he, he was, be doing the he was same smiling thing? and having a good time. Well, and what a yeah. weird bar for them to be at. Like, it is the only one in town. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they, they have like. They only got one radio station. I don't think it was, though. <laughs> one bar. We never see the one church because it doesn't matter. Like, um, yeah, that's the thing. They have a radio station, but only one bar. It's like, y'all got a radio station? I got yeah. a radio station. Like, Hadfield's happening, man. And why didn't yeah. we see the death scene of that hottie at the beginning of the, the radio station? It's like they didn't want to show the good parts that Halloween is known for, the death scenes. They, like, kind of hid them. So I think what they're trying to do, too, because in, you know, like um, Halloween 2 with the jacuzzi uh, death. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So that's in my the background. In the background, you see him killing the one guy mm-hmm. while she's sitting there. I think they're kind of playing off of that with the girl at the, the radio, radio station. station. Yeah, because he's on the air. Or the guy at the pool, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that. Yeah. Which, so I saw it happen. I, you know, I heard you all reacting. Like you see it quietly happening but, in the background, and you're like, why is yeah, he so that, quiet? That, like, that one I liked. One. Yeah. So I liked it, and I saw what yeah. was going on, but you all re- were reacting, so I thought there was something else going no, on in addition. Like I was like, Because that, that was, was the like, one where he's fine. not making a sound at all, even though he's like crazy sad and it hadn't revealed that it wasn't uh 
Michael at that point. Yeah. That it was, it was um, and then, the but then they made Corey. it so obvious that I mean, it was Corey yeah, yeah. and not Michael Myers, where I don't think we were supposed to realize it wasn't Michael Myers until he took the mask off. And it was so obvious. And that's kind of the thing with that scene. Uh, well, most of the stuff going on, it just felt like it was that kid anyway, the way that he moved. Because yeah. Michael, okay, you yeah. know, he's a 60 year old man. He's only really doing like melee moves. This kid is like, <laughs> like quick. He's yeah. fast. Where Michael, you know, he's, oh, he got a bad hit. You know, he can only mm. move so fast, Phil. Well, I so. did forget the other death I liked was the radio station death, the, the DJ, where you guys tongue So that's out. that's where I know you liked it. I, I did not. I, I love that. <laughs> I did. And they did the tongue in cheek of putting the tongue on the record player <laughs> since his, his voice is always on the air. So most death scenes I won't look away from. But when it comes to cutting off tongues, uh, like there's a movie on Shutter called See No Evil. Or no, Speak No Evil. Speak No Evil. Yeah. Oof. It's gratuitously torturous. No, not really. No, no, no. But it's subtle. Phil, you would know this if you were to log into my Shutter account. Like I've told <laughs> Again. Well, you know, I may have to soon. To, I keep telling you. Well, now you can't. Because I don't remember the password. <laughs> so, uh, I log in use my phone. So I have to change the password. It's cool. I have it. Like When I change the password... I'll, 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 I'll uh, send it back over to you. But right. uh, speaking of evil, they have a, a scene with the tongues and everything. And it's like I, I'm pretty sure I looked away. I don't know if they actually you did. But even more, did they more show the just, actual yeah. fuck? They just the tongue where he's smashing his head so many times, and then they still have the guy blinked and let you know he's still alive, even though his jaws broken and his, his teeth are like falling out. And then he cuts yeah. the tongue off. I was like, oh, the guy's yeah. still alive, and now he's cutting the tongue out. It's yeah, fuck that dude. Insult to injury. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though, too. It also played on the revenge aspect of, like, everyone's bullying this kid and, mm-hmm. like, picking on him and calling him names. And that was another thing that really frustrated me. It's like, there's this heavy... Well, I, I know in the beginning they kind of said, oh, the town, you know, became meaner and, mm-hmm. you know, everything. But it was, like, gr- like just over-aggressive, you know... There's so, the over-aggressive gang of kids. Yeah. The band kids. The band kids <laughs> that are bullying the this one guy. Kids. And then, yeah. not, not only that, but, like, the ladies at the grocery store see Lori... And like, how dare you? Oh, yeah. You know, you're having a good time. And you taunted that man. He he did this to my sister. It's like. It's all your fault. But then that went nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah. they could have continued well, that, they but they just didn't. they showed up for the funeral, so yeah, obviously. they were all in the same funeral procession, so, helping carry the body. Well, honestly, <laughs> I prefer it. that they not even have it. Right. So it doesn't it shouldn't have been there. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, Look, you, oh, crap, we forgot enough. to include Michael Myers. Let's put something like, you oh, know, wait, here. Like, oh, remember... You no, know, it, no, we it don't. It's, it's like, oh, you know, the kids are all the psycho and the, you know, the, you know, lunatic. And it's like, like, I think that's just something that's really fucking annoying about the whole town aura of this movie is yeah. that in previous movies, we know of Michael Myers. There's the aura of Michael Myers. There's, you know, he's the boogeyman. Now, it's almost like Michael Myers isn't a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. What the thing is, is Lori and Corey. Yeah. That rhymes. And... And that that actually is fucking dumber because it's like, again, you're giving us a different movie than Halloween. The whole yeah. essence of Halloween is Michael Myers and, you know, yep. what what he brings to them in, in sense of terror and horror. So, yeah. And the whole like, oh, it's his eyes. It's his eyes. That lasted for like 10 minutes. How did, how come everybody picked up on it all at once? <laughs> yes. Just miraculously. Oh. And then all of a sudden we were like, oh. Whatever. But you know who did it? <laughs> Allison. You think about all the times they were together. She very rarely actually looked at his face. Yeah. He was always sitting behind her. So, yeah, that, that's the thing that's, you know, 
fucking goofy about it is the whole eyes thing. And then it's like she's so blind in love and and can't figure any of that shit out. And it's like, okay. And weren't they both brown-eyed guys? Like, brown eyes don't... I have brown eyes. Like, they don't change that much. <laughs> like, come on. Most of the world has brown eyes. Right. Like, like, they're not that different. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, the whole thing is fucking dumb. Ultimately, I'm pissed. I want my money back. Yeah. You, you, yeah Phil, don't, don't do this right now. He didn't. Okay, you want your time back. I'm paying for Peacock. That time thing, is money. True, true. That comes out of my cash app. That's true. Um, so, in closing, the movie fucking sucks. <laughs> And Dante still gives it a five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to stand behind that number. Fuck y'all. Um, the thing is, too, it's like, I just I want to find like the most positive stuff about this movie. I can't. It's still going to get a five from me. Because I'm going to tell Steve to watch it. <laughs> you just said you would tell no one to watch it. Steve is no one. Don't tell him. <laughs> and he's not going to hear this until after we record on Sunday. So... Sorry, Steve. I'm going to be like, dude, you've got to watch. So, no, we sat down for Clompton, and one of the questions that we had, and I'm going to ask I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask everybody this. Okay. For a horror movie, and we asked, we went over this for episode uh, one. Okay. What makes a horror movie for you? Um, Make it quick. Special effects and the deaths. Okay. Maybe. Seven. Oh, oh, and, oh. And, and music. And yeah, the other... The music, how tense it makes you feel. Yeah. This, this, this fucking super nerd answer, dude. <laughs> dude, remember who you're talking to. Come on. <laughs> the technical feeling. <laughs> no, no, I mean that. And I mean that's that's you know for you though, and that's that's pretty cool. I mean, the special effects, I wasn't shocked at all. As soon as yeah. special effects, yeah, it's me. It's like if you didn't say special effects, I'm, I'm like, effects guy. I'm like, you're fucking weirdo. You know you like the special effects. Yes. So, uh, for you, well, what makes a horror movie for you? If it kicks in my fight or flight. I can dig That's it. That's a good answer. And not many do, because we were talking about that. Because it was like, oh, it was so fucking boring. Yeah. I was knitting during I it. I was not I, that I was bad. Jesus. Was knitting. I was knitting. And then I started she playing fucking... like Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> so she like, y'all fucking playing Candy Crush. The movie's so fucking boring. No. You play Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, because I'm scared. Dodgers <laughs> <laughs> over there. Try not to look. I mean, I just... Anyway, we, we, we covered that there. So anyway, I'll let you finish closing. <laughs> uh, gratuitous, gratuitous death scenes and if it can make me feel suspenseful. Suspense is the ultimate for me. It's about the suspense more than the death so scenes. So she make it short. Mm, she and just, I did. She, she kept going. That was shorter than Phil's. It was. <laughs> Phil gave me three things and he didn't use school words. <laughs> um... So yeah, because I, I asked Steve, you know, what makes a you know scary movie? He's like, well, it has to have a story, it has to have a plot. I was like, okay, you're out. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, you're already off the team. <laughs> if those death scenes were better, I wouldn't have cared about the plot. It's like, yeah, like if it, if it, like if they would like cut off a couple heads, I would like. Yeah, oh, I mean, maybe yeah. she's gonna get a seven now. I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe I'll watch it again. Like but, Ozark was better. Like they, they did nothing that made me feel good about it. So now I'm like, fuck, it's a five. I got to tell Steve to watch this stuff. <laughs> Um, we were going to go see Smile, but I never followed up with them. So now I'm not going I, to. I heard it was not good from people. I actually heard from a lot of people that was pretty good. Okay. So, but you also heard that Black Black Phone was good. And I fucking love Black Phone. Oh, you did so, like it? Yes. Oh, I yes. It very, very I much. thought it was good for like 12 year old boys. No, it was actually, I felt like it was, it's very predictable, but most of these films are predictable, but 
I like the aesthetic to it. It felt like when I'm watch like when I watch X. X felt like kids from today cosplaying as kids from the seventies. Yes. When I watched the Black Phone, I felt like I was watching a movie from the seventies. From the seventies, right? So even and, like the, the just the so brightness like level. Piece. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it felt right. Mm-hmm. Like now, as far as like. I enjoyed it as a movie. I watched it a couple times. I still enjoy it. It's one of those movies I'm like, dude, this is the best horror movie of the year. No. 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 But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Versus X. X was fun in a different way where it wasn't like, I wasn't like, dude, like, you got to see X. And so X was like, it was all right. Like, would you watch it again? Well, I bought it. So, yeah, I got to get my money's worth. (laughs) So I'm going to watch it two more times. Well, I'm excited for Pearl. I'm not. I'm Um, not going to see Pearl after X. I'm not not excited for Pearl nor Maxine. Like, like I'll see Pearl, but only when it pops up somewhere for free. <laughs> I was like, it's funny that you think I paid to see it. <laughs> All right, well, Pearl sucked anyway, so it doesn't matter. I just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's out. What are you talking about? Pearl came out. Yes. No, I did not know that. Seriously. Yes, it's been out. It's available to buy on my TV right now. I only knew X came out. Yeah, no. X was way earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't know Pearl was and out. And then there's Maxine next. I don't know if Maxine is coming out this year, but they're trying to say they're they were trying to like fast track Maxine to come out this year. It's like you don't have time if you're going to try to force that movie out. It's going like, to be a Christmas release. Like it will not only well the episode was a so Christmas is Maxine release. Maxine going to be Mia Goth as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've seen the preview for it. It's like The Wizard of Oz. It feels like basically. I don't know. It's not. Pearl I've seen Maxine. Pearl. I heard like anything about Maxine until now. Yeah. There's a a bunch of stuff. Or there, there's been some like small promo things about Maxine, but there's I don't I don't think they have like a full blown like script, a trailer, or nothing. So I don't know. They're trying to make it come out at, at the end of this year, but I don't think they're gonna make it. If they do, it's gonna really really be rushed and probably not very good. So um, yeah. On that note, let's get out of here before this fucking recording stops again. I've had to <laughs> try to fix this two or three other times. So um. Yeah, that's it. We're done. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Phil, Sarah Beth, Teresa, thank you, all of you, for uh, doing this. Uh, Thanks for your opinions. I value them. Thank you. Not yours. I value you, you. even Um, if you don't value me. um, But everyone listening, uh, if you all got any questions, concerns, criticisms, feel free to reach out to me on So You Like Horror on Instagram. All the words are separated by underscores. Um, You can start emailing me. Because I do look at them now. I said I wasn't before, but I do now. I promise. <laughs> um, it said, so you like horror at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, that's it. We got these horror movie trivia cards. We were going to read them on air, but the computer keeps stopping on me, so we're not going to risk it. Um, yeah, that's it. No shout outs. I love you all. Thanks. And y'all keep listening. We'll keep making these shows. Bye, y'all. I think that's good for now. The end.